Welcome to the Give to Profit podcast, the podcast that inspires business owners, entrepreneurs and leaders to turn their business into a profitable force for good. During our weekly episodes, you'll hear business leaders and entrepreneurs share how they put social impact at the heart of their business and the many benefits that come from doing this. You can find full show notes for today's show and additional resources at givetoprofit.com. And of course, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, where it would also be great if you could leave us a rating and review. For every review this month, we'll be sponsoring a child to go to school for a day in Cambodia. And so now, here's your host, business mentor, speaker and author, Alison McKenzie. Hi everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Give to Profit podcast show. This is your host, Alison McKenzie. And today I am delighted to be interviewing a fellow Scot for a treat. So today I'm going to be interviewing Caroline McKenna on the topic of transparency and why it matters for purpose-driven businesses who want to attract loyal customers. So Caroline and I have had uh, many great conversations actually over the last year or so since we've known each other because we realized that we have a very similar vision, if you like, for how businesses, charities, social enterprises can all come together so that we can do better business when we are together. So let me just tell you a little bit about Caroline. She's an award-winning charity and social enterprise entrepreneur who is on a mission to create charitable organizations that people trust to do the right thing, with a particular focus of encouraging transparency to attract loyal customers. So Caroline is the CEO of Dundee International Women's Center and the founder of Social HQ, which is an amazing membership organization, training leaders and trustees are involved with charities on the leadership side of things and offering courses and all sorts of training and membership and community around that. So welcome Caroline, it's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, that was a lovely introduction. (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure, my pleasure. So maybe you could start by just sharing how you've become a leader in this field in what you're doing now. I suppose for me Alison, it started when a lot of people started in my role as the CEO of the Women's Centre, they started asking things like, well, but how do you know? How do we know? that you're doing that or things like the wave of corruption that swept over the UK with the bankers issue politicians there was a real downward spiral of these sorts of things and I think also with the rise in social media people are not afraid to call out bad practices so I had a lot of people coming to me and saying look we really want to show that we are trying to be better that we're improving our services or our model and whatever that might be and so that's really how it started and for me I've done a lot of research on both organizations and charities so businesses and charities around why transparency matters And I think it's becoming more and more a thing in 2017 more than ever. And it is because of these things, Alison, to be honest. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think one of the reasons I was keen to have you on the show is that, like myself, you've got the commercial experience and perspective, as well as the charitable piece and the social impact piece. And everything that we ever talk about, including on things like transparency, applies equally to commercial businesses as it does to charitable organisations. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, most of the research that I've done has been on businesses, to be honest, who are starting to be much more transparent. 
people like Buffer and Zappos. They talk about making your business more open and personal. And Buffer share everything from their thoughts around their strategy to their people to their finances. And there's some real benefits in doing that. So like Buffer, for example, have said that the benefits to them doing it is they've started to create a culture of open and honest behavior with their staff and with their suppliers and with their customers. So they get a lot of feedback. You know, sometimes businesses will struggle to get customer feedback because people are busy and they don't have time. Well, Buffer seem to get an inordinate amount of feedback from their customers and clients and suppliers now. And they believe it's because they are open and honest about a lot of things. People feel like they know, like, and trust them enough to start asking these questions. Yeah. And it's funny because when you're just speaking there, it sounds a bit like when we talk about if you want to be loved, start by loving yourself. If you want to experience peace in the world, start being peaceful in the way you interact with people. And this is just another manifestation. When we start with ourselves, we're more likely to then experience it. Is that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like anything. It's the old sayings you you give and all that sort of stuff. If you give people transparency and you share information willingly and specifically, and it's a decision that you've made that you want to be open and honest around sharing information, People will start to feel that. And I suppose, contrastly, people will also start to feel if it's a bit of a tactic as well. So I've seen some examples where it's a bit of a fluff tactic, really. And they'll sort of say, here's Jeff, our CEO, and actually it's an iStock photo. And it's kind of like, oh, no, that's not what to do. And I understand it's difficult for people to get that sort of photographs and all that sort of thing. But it's almost like if you don't have it right, don't do it, is what I would say. And start slow. It's, you know, transparency is something that people can be afraid of. I suppose in terms of context, I believe that the definition of transparency for me is about a willingness and a desire to share information openly and honestly and that's really what my definition is of it and that's the research I've done and that's why I've been interested in supporting organizations to be better at doing that. Uh, Yeah absolutely and so for in the context of for small businesses can you give some examples as to what transparent means? I mean what is it they would be sharing in order to be transparent? What are some examples? Yeah so there's kind of six key things that I would say are really really important and to put it into context We know these days that our website is our mothership, it's our window to our soul and what we sell, and it's also how people make buying decisions. So people will research online. So if you've got a customer who is in that awareness stage, so they know that they're looking for, they know that they need to find a chiropractor, for example, they're really in trouble, they need to find someone, they'll start to research that, they'll go to the good old famous Google probably won't go past page one because that's just the way it is and they will start to do their research so in that stage you know they're kind of in that awareness consideration stage and if they find an organization that gives them all the answers to their questions then they are more likely to have that kind of zero moment of truth which google defines as they've they've researched they've done all the research on like now they're ready to pick up the phone and buy from you And the reason I'm talking about that in context is because business would need to do, an SME would need to do is answer those questions for that customer. And they would do that by, first of all, having a clear vision, mission, or purpose. So what is, why does their organization exist? What are they there to do? So that's one thing they would need to have right on the homepage that sort of smacks you in the face about why they're there and what they do. The second thing that would be really useful is talking about their people. So who's behind the organization? And if that's a person of one, that's absolutely fine. Let us know about that person. Why did you decide to set up this business? 
What is it that inspired you? What made you do this? And tell us about you personally. And it's not about opening up about your five failed marriages and that sort of thing. It's just about being a little bit vulnerable. Maybe they've been through some difficult times in setting up your, the business and that's absolutely fine. So I think get behind the people. Show us a photo of who's behind it, whether it's you, whether it's five people, however many it is in the organization. I think that's really, really important and more and more businesses are doing that now. The other aspect for me is around the impact that you have or the benefit to the customer. So what is it that your business does that really makes a difference? So give us some case studies. Tell us some stories about customers you've worked with and how you've made a difference to them. So I can start to kind of feel and see how you could help me and make a difference to me. So talk about that impact. And it doesn't all have to be positive either. The, the next kind of point is around acknowledging your challenges. So there absolutely might be challenges in there and that's okay. And um, there's an organization called GiveWell who talk about their mistakes. So they've actually got that on their webpage, which is our mistakes. Now, some people might be frightened about doing that and it could be our learning, our annual evaluation. It could be anything like that at all. But just being honest about things that haven't gone well and what you're going to do about that next time. It's just really important for opening up that vulnerability. And I think the last part is around, and this is subjective, but particularly for the charitable organizations I work with is about sharing your finances. It's up to the business how much they want to share around their finances, but around that could be something around the cost. So how do they get to the cost of their service or their product? Why is it that it costs a certain thing? Maybe they've had a price hike recently. Why did they have a price hike? What is it that's done it? Like I've got a live event coming up, for example, and I've just done an article on how much does it cost to put on a live event, being clear about those finances. So those are the key things at a surface level that will start that open and honest conversation. And then of course, your content stuff, your blogging or any articles that you pull together, people can start to feel and understand if they want to work with your organization. Does that make sense? Totally. And those are some really good, um, very practical ways in which we can do it. And it's interesting because when you look at different companies that are doing this in the larger organizations, as a small business, it can feel quite overwhelming but actually what you've described is actually what I think of as a lot of good what makes good business sense anyway and this is about just bringing that honesty and transparency and taking it almost to the next level and having maybe a strategy around it which when I'm listening to you would also apply to things like our charitable giving so when you said things like what's your vision and what's the people for what I talk about with give to profit and the importance of demonstrating our impact it's exactly the same type of information that again you would put onto something like an impact page on your website that demonstrates and you're transparent with your activities and what's happening to the money and certainly with something like cause marketing that's really really important transparency is a really important aspect around that and I absolutely love that and it's something that I'm starting to see and I really think well you and I laughed earlier about getting the word out there and spreading this word about social impact but I think it's really important for a business to say do you know what this is the causes that I support and here's the reason why and because a customer might be swayed to purchase from that business because they are having that impact through a charity or cause. So I think it's really important. Yeah, definitely. And so can you give us a couple of examples? I know you've mentioned a couple already, but sort of give us another couple of examples of businesses that are doing this really well. So yeah, I think Alison, the, I mean, I have mentioned it, but Buffer is such a fantastic one because it's not just about them as a big organization being able to do this. 
buffer is an excellent one to look at. They've actually got a, a transparency page on there. So if you click their transparency page, it lists in grid form everything. So it lists their people. So who are we? Who sits behind buffer? And it's got photos of the people. And it's not just their job title. It's almost like, I think it's something like, what do they like to watch? What's their favorite TV show? And it just makes them more human, but just brings it to life a little bit. They've also got their finances on there. So why do their services cost what they cost? How much money have they made in the last year? that sort of thing and that's all about people's personal preference some people would not be comfortable sharing that information and then they, they have on there things case studies and impact and how their customers have benefited from their service and they also talk about things that haven't gone well so I think that's a great example of something to aspire to I'll send you a couple of other local examples that, that people can look at, but I think that's a really good one to say, well, do you know what? They've got about 10 different areas that they're really transparent with. I'm going to choose two and I'm going to do those really well this year. And then next year I'm going to do another two and so on and so on. I think that's really important. Yeah, no, and I must admit, because after we had spoken a while back, I, I went and had a look at the Buffer website. I just couldn't believe what they were sharing. I was like, wow. And it was great because in some ways it did challenge me in terms of I was thinking if I was a large organization, would I be happy sharing that? And it really did, you know, give me a little bit of insight around that because there were things where I thought, whoa, you know, I've been brought up not to talk about money and therefore you don't talk about money <laughs> or certain <laughs> aspects of money. So it's interesting how transparency can push different buttons. Yeah, I think there's an article on, I mean, you could get lost in it for hours, to be honest, because there's so much in there. But the CEO was specifically asked why he decided to make a decision to be more transparent. And he said, what business benefit did it bring? And he said, actually, when we started it, we really didn't know. We really just felt like we wanted to share. They came from a place of forget this need to know approach and think everyone should know. And that was the approach that they kind of came from. And that's how it started. And then as time's gone on, he's talked about the real tangible benefits, one of which is their profit. The profit margin has increased substantially as a result of them being more transparent. And of course, they're bigger now. They can have resources dedicated to pulling that information together. But I just think it's a, it's a really good one to look at because he talks about when they started and they started really small and there is a fear around this it's like you say you know I don't want to talk about money or I don't want to share any challenges what if you talk about your mistakes and, and the automatic thing that business owners would say is well people might not buy from me then but actually you're just opening up a little bit you know it's like any relationship with anyone isn't it it's like if you give a little bit of yourself it opens up a little bit more and you can start to build from there so yeah yeah and it's funny because I can remember when I was writing give to profit I was very conscious that I was giving lots of examples of things that had gone well and I made the very conscious decision to talk about a time when one of the things I planned didn't go well but it was about it was a conscious decision to do that but again it was trusting trusting the intuition as to whether or not it felt more authentic to tell people or not and it felt more authentic to be honest and transparent so that would maybe be my guiding principle in all of this. Yeah, and I think there's been some challenges around this, around, oh, why is transparency a thing now? And why is it such an issue? This has never come up before. And does it mean I'm going to have a really successful business if I tell everyone everything that goes on? Well, no, it's absolutely about how comfortable you feel. It's about you and people buy from people. And that's what it comes back to is if they know, like, and trust you enough to buy from you, then well, at least if you can provide that information to give them that informed decision. But there is starting to be a lot of evidence now coming through in the research around, I know, Alison, you talked 
specifically about businesses who increase their profit by supporting causes. It's almost like there is evidence now to show that businesses that are more transparent have increased their profits. And so it's kind of a twofold thing, really. Yeah, and there is no doubt we're living in a time when we've had enough of information being hidden from us. It feels like we've been deceived by governments and companies and organisations for too long. And consumers do want to know what's going on more. And it's, it's almost like we, they want to see the human aspect. We were talking earlier about the death of CSR in another conversation. And part of that has been the lack of humanisation that's involved within that. And it is not, it's seen more of a tick box exercise rather than really being something people within a business really embrace and believe in. Whereas what you're talking about here is a way that we can just connect into being human, being honest and treating people in the way that we would like to be treated, I guess. Yeah. And so, you know, when I'm working with my charity clients, I do a transparency audit of their website. And those kind of six things that I talked about are the things that I will look at and see at a surface level, here's some of the things that you can do really quickly that are going to make a difference. And for them, it might be they need a board of trustees to function. If there's no information about the trustees on there, you're kind of thinking, well, what is the governance structure here? How is this charity being run? So it's answering those questions before the questions come up almost. So I think something that businesses could do is think, well, what are the questions that my clients potentially have about me and share that? That's a great start point, whether it's a written blog or a podcast like you're doing, Alison, could be anything like that, but it's got to be shared in some way. And that starts that ball rolling, really. Definitely. And I think you've just touched on one of the other perspectives I wanted to bring out in this interview which is in terms of what businesses it would be advisable for business to look for when they're checking out charities and it is exactly what you've just said there the the six points you've mentioned if if we go to charity websites and we look to see if we can find that information and that will give us an inkling as to whether or not that charity is, is a starting point for doing research into the charity isn't it in terms of whether or not that could be a good charity for us to support. Absolutely and so very very recently I was doing a talk Um, to an accountant and there were 60 different charities there and I said I did an exercise where I said right if I want to give to a young person's charity so I've made the decision I want to give to a young person's charity I'm now going online and I'm searching charities for young people in my area was Dundee for example and there was a full page one of charities and I think uh, not one of those I think there was one actually there was one that had about three of these elements in it so it actually told me who was working in the organisation it told me that the board of trustees was actually made up of young people as well. It told me what they did with the money and what the money was spent on. And some, I couldn't get the information. I phoned and asked questions and it ranged from, oh, we don't give out that information to, let me check with my CEO if we're allowed to give you that to, that's not something we do. And so I was like, wow, well, this is still really seen as we want to keep it back. We're kind of, you're on a need to know basis. And it's it's like, you've got to be comfortable, particularly charities. I mean, Alison, you, you talked about the charity that you support and you know if those charities are not providing the information that you need and that information is two key questions one is what do you do with the money and second is how are you making an impact so that you can say well here's the cause I support and I can tell you confidently that this is what they do then those are the key things I would look for and obviously sharing finances from a charity perspective is really really important so every organization sorry every charitable organization has to complete an annual report and you can get access 
access to that really easily through, in Scotland it's Oscar and England and Wales it's the Charity Commission. But really what you want to do is get it on your website, keep people coming to your website. And so I think those things are really important. And if you can't find that information, of course, pick up the phone if you've got the time. Um, But that's what I'm educating charities to do is please give people that information so it's easy for them to say, I'm really clear about what they're doing with the money and the impact they're having. Yeah, this is where it is particularly important for us as business owners. It is the two different aspects. It's one, transparency in our business and how we can be transparent with what we're doing, but actually also in the way we select charities and then also the way in which we demonstrate the impact we're having through the charitable giving. So it's almost three different aspects we have to think about as a business. And it's interesting hearing you say so many charities don't have this in place because when I was doing the research for my book, I was thinking that actually charities were way ahead on this than businesses because mm. there was there's so much you know there is lots of training out there for charities and how to be transparent and more being more outcomes based than simply profit for instance there was different ways that they could demonstrate yeah and I think in general I mean the charities are fantastic at talking about their outcomes and that's because they have to be in terms of being able to get funding so from a, a government fund for example they must demonstrate that those outcomes have been met so you're absolutely right the difference between outputs and outcomes are really clear from charities I think the challenge is more in the digital space, so it's getting that online, being able to put that in a cohesive way that we're able to quickly search. And so that's the kind of education pieces. Look, as a sector, we're brilliant at this stuff, but we're just not sharing it enough online where it becomes easy for people to find. So that's kind of my message. But we talked earlier, Alison, about profitable partnerships that's happening across cities in the UK, and that's about businesses and charities and social enterprises coming together and sharing skill sets and how might that work and one of the key things from charities is how to help businesses to be more open around their impacts and their outcomes and that sort of thing so it definitely it definitely is a strength and it's just beautiful I think that it comes back to the same conversation I know we've had before around as a business as a charity as a social enterprise instead of keeping ourselves siloed in our own little space there are massive benefits when we all come together collaborate and learn from each other and do business with each other the big C collaboration yet again yet again well honestly I mean this has been absolutely brilliant I mean I know there's lots of great insights there and what you've talked about so far is there anything else that you would just like to share with our audience in terms of how they can be more transparent in their business or in the way that they're working with charities and helping them really understand what a charity is doing? Yeah, I think for the latter, so understanding what a charity is doing is don't be afraid to ask. So if you can't find the information that you need, it's not that it's not available, it's just that it's not available online, for example. So don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to challenge the charity to say, look, we really need to be better at sharing this. This is some great work. Let's get sharing it. And I think as a business owner, being confident that your support or your money is going to the right thing and the right cause, it's just about helping the charity to do that. And from from a business perspective, the other way in terms of being more open and honest, it's back to what you said, actually, Alison, which is do what's right for you and don't do it all at once. So if you go to your website right now and you say, right, do I talk about who sits behind this organization? No. Okay, I'm going to start to do that. Am I clear on what my 
my purpose and my why is, why I exist. Do I acknowledge any challenges and how do I do that? And I suppose finally is what questions are my customers asking that I'm not answering? Because it's almost like you want to be as helpful as possible to your customer and you've got kind of this duty to tell them. And I think that's about being transparent as well, really. So I'm really happy if any of your listeners have questions, they can contact me at Social Good HQ anyway, email, Twitter, whatever it may be to ask questions about, you know, if they've got any queries around their own um, websites or how they can be more transparent. Really happy to help. Oh, thank you so much. That's wonderful. And you've picked the next question where I was just going to ask them how to get in touch. So what is, for instance, your um, Twitter handle? Um, what you, are you on Facebook and website? Do you want to just list yeah. them? And yeah, I'll obviously so just, list them in the show notes as well, but just for anybody who's actually listening or watching. Yeah, sure. It's, uh, it's socialgoodhq.com. All the socials are socialgoodhq. So Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, but all just socialgoodhq. So fairly simple hopefully and of course it's caroline mckenna caroline at social good hq on email thank you so much honestly it's been brilliant speaking to you as always i am taking away lots of different ideas around the transparency piece you've certainly extended just my views as to what it is but actually also helped me realize how much easier it could be than i might otherwise have thought as well so thank you very much for that and i know that our listeners and viewers are going to take a lot from this as well so thanks very much for your time And thanks very much to everybody who's watching and listening to this episode. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. And obviously, just check out the show notes on iTunes and Stitcher. And well, sorry, let's tune in on iTunes and Stitcher. No, I'm going to have to repeat that again. I've got completely tongue-tied. I don't know where I went there. (laughs) Thanks. Right. Okay, I'll just go. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening or watching this show. If you've enjoyed it, please do subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher so you don't miss another show. And remember to check out the show notes at givetoprofit.com or allison.com. Thanks very much again. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Gift to Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes so you hear about our next episodes. It would be great if you left a rating and review of the show there too. For every review this month, Alison will be sponsoring a child to go to school for a day in Cambodia. You can connect and chat with Alison on Twitter using the handle at Alison Mac and through the Give to Profit Facebook fan page. And if you don't already have a copy of Alison's best-selling book, Give to Profit, How to Grow Your Business by Supporting Charities and Social Causes, you can get this on Amazon around the world. <laughs>